0: Heyo, how's it going? you listening to the drive home. I'm your host, Dale. This is the drive home. It's me in my car, getting out of work, spending a day in the nut bin, hanging out with the wackos. And I'm not talking about the kids, no. I'm talking about the people around me that I get to call my co workers we're all a little bit crazy because we willingly come back the next day thinking that somehow all of the problems are going to be fixed and it's just going to be no, no, we don't we don't think that we don't think everything's going to be okay because it's never okay is it, really? is it ever, ever just okay? we have moments of okay we have moments of ah. but most of the time it's balls to the wall every man for himself. do or die natural selection at it's finest best of the best you're the best around nothing will ever keep me down right we always gotta have a rocky theme playing in the background to keep us motivated to keep us going up the steps of adversity, the trials that we face, the struggles that we endure, and we rise up to the occasion sometimes. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we go to rise up and we slip and we fall dead on our face. But do we get back up again, right? Isn't that what Rocky says? Life Life doesn't care about this. It doesn't care about that. It's not about how tough you can be. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's it's about how hard you can be hit. And then you can get up and then keep going. It's about keeping going. What are you doing? You're trying to keep going through the stop sign? What are you, crazy? Looking at me all sideways? What's up? What's up? Anyways. So... I wanna to talk to you about Kate Gate! Candygate. Kate Gate, I don't know what Kate Gate is. Kate. Kate McKinnon. She's funny. I like her. Kate Gate. We'll call it Kate Gate. Why not? Kate Gate. Talk about Kate Gate. My school. Put the smack down on the snacks. No snackaroos. No snackums. You get to have low fat, low sugar. Rice pudding. That's what you get. That's right. But you know what? At least they gave in. At least they gave in to the pressure. And now, those people with those nut thins and rice thins and all the thins in the world can feel better about themselves because they stood up to the man. They stood up to the tyranny of the Sugar King. And queen. Dairy queen, if you will. And faced their opponent. And as they were sucking down their 24 gram chocolate milk and eating their donuts. They faced and looked death in the eye. Death. Death in the eye. And they said to Ho-Ho. To little Debbie. Debbie. To Susie Q, you shall not pass, you cholesterol-filled, fat, sugar beast. And so now we have a new list that the kids can eat. The low-grain, high-grain, grass-fed oatmeal cookies made from sugar that was harvested in paraguay by small pygmy goats that's what we can give them and now that the thing is it's it's just kind of like anything it's like here you are you're doing your thing and all of a sudden you're told that this one particular show is no longer going to be on tv And you're just flipping out. Oh, you can't believe it's freaking ridiculous. I can't believe they're not going to have this show on. It's a bunch of crap. And then someone says, do you like the show? And you're like, yeah, I don't know. I really don't watch it. That's what happens. It's like we act like we care so much about this thing. And then when we're, you know, because it's taken away, it's, it, it it's, you're cutting my freaking arm off here, people. What am I supposed to do? How can I function? How can these kids make it through the day without a sugar cookie? And then now that we can give them something, we can't give them a sugar cookie. We can give them a low low fat rice patty. And now that we can do that, now it's not even that big of a deal. We give them an all brand muffin with cacao nibs for chocolate whatever it is the the, the people the fake people who don't eat real chocolate I know I used to be one of them I can't remember what the name of the chocolate is if you know holler at me tell me what now we can give them these things right low ice no sugar low fat delicious now that we can do it now it's now it's we got something else to complain about I went to uh, a meeting last night I go to a Celebrate recovery. And, um... We all have our... uh, What do they say? The hurts, hang-ups, and habits, right? We all have these things. Carry around with us. Try to cope with it. Deal with it. Don't really want to face it too much. It's rather... We'd rather smother it. Smother it in 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 a smooth, creamy, carrot cake, cream cheese frosting but uh, accepting this stuff and, and dealing with it or whatever and I realized that one of the problems is complaining I complain I complain too much I was I was doing better last year school year but I don't have the freaking pebbles that I was using to remind me hey you know try not to complain so much but it's like Okay so what if I don't complain so much But then at the same time It's like does that better me Does that make things better Maybe it makes things better for the people around me I don't know It might Had a good weekend Went to a heavy metal show Yeah heavy metal Hardcore death metal Like they were like sacrificing Babies on stage It was pretty crazy the The headliner, the oh, the the head the headliner of it was this na- a band named War of Ages, and uh, they're from uh, Erie. and They they've been together I think for nine years now or something like that. So a pretty tight group. They know what they're doing. But we went, and I kind of forgot what it's like to get around guys. Honestly, like. It's 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 like a it's like a dog eat dog environment. Like anybody can get it. You know, there's no one that's safe. You 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 think that you're good. You think, you know, I you know, I I feel like I was I dressed appropriately to my age, and yet I feel cool enough that I didn't didn't fit into the the golfer class or that you know the old guy pulling up his pants, you know, above his belly button, you know, chick. I felt like I had, you know, a look. I had a look to me, right? Whatever. It doesn't matter how together you think you are because when you get around your buddies or slash friends, you know, whatever, you get around them and it's all hands on deck. Everything is game, it's, 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 it's just a, a very different kind of way It's not like that in my home It's not like that around my wife, thankfully Thank God I know that there's some people who are in relationships And their spouse, their partner, whatever Nags them Points out their, their problems, their critiques, things I used to do that It's a real, like, douchebag thing to do Not very cool at all You're a jerk for doing that. And I know that. And and a lot of times it's because you got your own crap. And you feel crappy. And the world sucks. And so you want someone else to feel like you do. I get that. It's childish. But it's still a behavior that we may find ourselves uh, producing from time to time. Because we haven't dealt with our own stuff. Remember the creamy carrot cake frosting you just smooth over the issues you don't have to deal with them right they're just under the surface so here I am I'm hanging around my my friends you know they're guys or whatever and we're just picking each other apart and I'm trying to not be the complain guy right I'm not not going to be the complain guy because I'm realizing that I complain too much. I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to complain. But the other guy that's with us, he's complaining about every freaking thing in the world. You no matter what it is, it's a complaint. My, my, My soup's too hot. The Coke's too cold. Whatever. The seat's not lumpy enough. I don't know. You name it, it was a complaint. And so what do I do? What do I do I don't let it go, right? No, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna, boom! I'm gonna poke, and I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick this at you, and it, that's what we're doing, right? It's a back and forth. Woo! Punch, right? Punch you, right? Right in the chest. Here's a, here's a, here's a, here's a head shot. Bang! You know, like you throw it. It's a verbal warfare. And then my friend, my other friend, he looks at me and he's like no don't 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 go there don't do it and I'm like wait a minute here I'm I'm on the chopping block right you, you got my nine my, my nad stretched out from here to Kansas and you're just pounding away and then at the same time you're gonna tell me that I can't bring it back I can't be quick with it like how wh- wh- what is the and I think the thought is, is that if I start getting in, into that thing, that this, this other person is not going to want to come along, is my thought. I haven't had the conversation with my friend yet to determine if this is the factor, but that's my thought. Now, I was in the military, and I did work with, uh, in the correctional, not, not, not jail or whatever, but I did work in the youth facility, you know, and you, you've got to have thick skin to, to work in those kinds of environments, to be in those kind of environments and, 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 uh, and just understand, you know, that it's nothing personal per se. It's just kind of the way of the, the, the subculture of this group. And not everybody's like that. I don't know. Some people, maybe they make cookies for each other and they give each other massages or whatever. I don't know. But in, 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 in my fringe group, it's, it's kind of like that. It's kind of a, Kind of a dog dog kind of environment or whatever. Um, and uh, and so so should I should I just let it go, or, or this person's kind of getting over on me and throwing jabs at me? So should, should I let it go or should I just go for the jugular, right? So I decide you know what, what what's the best thing to do? In the, what would Jesus do in this moment, right? Isn't that the idea? What would Jesus do? And I thought Jesus would go for the jugular. And, uh, and so that's what I start to do. I start to go for the jugular, right? I start to say the thing that, uh, is like apparently the safe word. I didn't know that. Apparently it's the safe word. I thought it was the go word. I thought it was the word that was the, the word that you could, you know, that you could really pull out in those moments and times and just kind of shut everything down. But apparently it's not. Apparently it's the safe word and, 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 and so I, I say that thing and then now I'm being shut down. I'm being shut down. I'm not shutting everything else down. I'm being shut down because, because I use, because I use the word and, and you can't say, what? Are you kidding me? Seriously? I, I, I don't agree with that. Look, don't, don't point the gun if you're not willing to pull the trigger, you know? And don't be upset if, if I've got if I've got a shield, and you know if I got bulletproof vest and it doesn't bother me. I can't help that. I I was I got bullied growing up. I got made fun of all the time. So you're either one, you're gonna be in a corner and you're gonna be crying about it, or two, you're gonna learn, you're gonna forgive, you're gonna move forward. You know. I grew up when. In, in, in the day and age where we didn't have any like teachers or anybody who was saying, "Hey, stop that," it was, it was of the. Menti- I mean, I got bullied by a teacher. I had a teacher. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this little story here, and then I think we're gonna end the episode. I don't know, but so I was, um, I was in art class. I'll even tell you the name. So I'm in art class, and my art teacher is Mr. Kiefner. Now, Mr. Kiefner was an okay guy. I don't know if he particularly liked art. You ever have those teachers where they teach something, but they don't seem to enjoy it? And you're always wondering, why did you pick this subject to teach? I I can't even say that he necessarily liked kids, at least from my, my personal opinion. So, him and I, I really wasn't anybody on the radar. There were some incidents that happened, I won't go into those, but he wasn't there that day. And, uh, he came back, I guess he kind of felt some kind of way about me. So, he calls me into his office, and he proceeds to interrogate me about what I did over the weekend. Now, I know what I did. I was running track, and so I was at a track meet over the weekend. But he proceeds to tell me that somebody had knocked on his door and ran away. And they were doing that to him at his house. And I believe someone TP'd his house. Now that wasn't me. So when he's telling me these things and I know it's not me, I'm like, oh, well, no, that's not me. I should be good to go. The problem is is he doesn't believe me. And so he just continues on trying to trick me and get me caught up in something which there was nothing to get caught up in because I wasn't there. I didn't do it. I was at a track meet. So when he's telling me, you know, where were you know where you blah, blah 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 and then finally tells me the day and when and I'm like oh I was at a track meet and then I said look you can verify it you can ask you know whatever I thought I was off the hook but I wasn't because this teacher held it against me. Even though I didn't do anything, he was convinced that I did. So the one day in his class, after that incident happened, we had clay and different students, the clay was drying out so they were just throwing the clay into the garbage from their table. And I thought, oh, this is a, you know, obviously this is okay, I like basketball, this makes sense to me. So I'm I'm doing it too just like everybody else, right? But then all of a sudden he gets mad and yells at me. And he tells me to go pick it up. And I'm like, "Pick up what? The clay." So I'm like, "All right, fine. I threw it. I'll pick it up." So I go to pick it up and then he says, "Pick it all up." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? I didn't throw all of it." I don't care. Pick it all up. At that point in time, I felt like he was really singling me out and he was really focused on me and targeting me. Now, this is a guy who's older than me, right? There's certain bully checklists, right? So when I tell my kids I work with, when I tell my kids, you know, the students, there's certain things that a bully has to have. For one, they got to be older than you or they got to be bigger than you in size. Three, they they've got to have something over you like a status, Whether it's the jock on the football team and you're just not that guy or someone on the chess team. Whatever the status is. That was a deer. Watch out now. I'm telling you. Listen there, Mr. Toyota. You ride on my back in there. You almost ran a ball up in it. And you watch yourself. Watch yourself. So, I'm, I'm so I'm sitting here and I'm like, you gotta be freaking kidding me! I gotta pick up all the clay. So I refused. I told him no, and he said, pick up the the clay, pick up the quote-unquote damn clay. He said, and I said, uh, no, I'm not picking up the clay. And he said, pick up the GD clay. And I refused. And I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm leaving. And he said, "You're what?" And I said, "I'm leaving. I'm done." And I grab my stuff, and I start walking out. And he gets in front of the door. Now I'm in, I would say, eleventh grade at this time. I start going towards the door, and he gets in. He gets in front of me, and then he grabs me and slams me against the door, and tells me, "I'm not going anywhere." And you're going to listen to me when I'm talking to you, you you piece of S-H-I-T. And at this, you know, I'm, this is a grown man. I am not a grown man, you know. I am a child compared to this man. I am a teenager. I'm not a grown man. And he's put his hands on me. And now he slammed me against the door. And now he's threatening me. And I remember I had a friend, his name was Kevin Zenger, and he got up, as brave as Kevin is, I need to look him up on Facebook, uh, and he got up and he went over to the door where, where Mr. Kiefner was, Ken Kiefner, and he pointed his finger at him and he said, take your hands off of him, you're not allowed to do that. He can sue you. And Mr. Kiefner told him, "Mind your own business and go sit down." And he said, "I'm. I will not. I'm not leaving until you let him leave." And and Kevin stood stood there with his arms folded. And sure enough, he honored his word. He did not leave until Mr. Kiefner let me walk out of the classroom. So I've definitely have been in some situations, things that you you shouldn't be in, you know, and and through that, there's people like that that are just jerks and they don't care and they're just going to, they're going to try to bully you. And I decided, you know what? F that. I am not going to get bullied. I am not going to get treated that way. And Mr. Kiefner, you know, uh, the next year, try to pretend like everything was all good. And it wasn't good with him And I never talked to him I forgive you Mr. Kiefner For being a jerk For putting your hands On a a young man Who you shouldn't have put your hands on You had no idea what was going on in his life All the things that he had to Freaking deal with up to that point And you want to be the jackass Who puts your freaking hands on him And act like you're Mr. Tough Guy There was retribution. I don't want to go into that, but let's just say that I have friends and they did not appreciate what Mr. Kiefner had done to me. And they, uh, they communicated that lack of appreciation in very a uh, very creative way. Um, so yeah, I guess that's the direction that we kind of went today. I finally got my phone back. That's a whole other story right there. AT&T. We love it or hate it, I tell you. Uh Shout out to Kenny and Erie's AT&T, a man of his word. I have no uh nothing bad to say about the manager of the store in Erie, PA. He honored his word which is uh, definitely cannot be said of the corporate AT&T. But Kenny did. Kenny honored his word. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I got to start actually uploading these things. I've been recording quite a bit, but I just haven't been uploading. But I do do hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, If you have a bully, you know, go on my Instagram page. Uh, go on my Facebook page, uh, the drive home. It's the drive home on both. I believe the Instagram page is the drive home with Dale though. Um, go on there, post something. Post your bully story. Um, post uh, your, you know, tell me about if you you've had a bully. Let let's let's get them out there. And and if you haven't forgiven your bully, like today, obviously I've never forgiven. Mr. Kiefner, um, but I have forgiven him today on air. Like that was unexpected, but forgiveness is a gift to us. It's, you know, it's not for the other person. It's for us to be free. And who knows what kind of things have been blocked because of unforgiveness that I've had towards Mr. Kiefner. Um, even just thinking about that just really makes me Think about it more. But, you know, if you've got unforgiveness against your bully, I, I really want to challenge you to forgive them. Who knows what was going on in Mr. Kiefner's life while he was prick. Who knows what's going on in that bully's life. You know, who knows what happens to them when they go home. A lot of times kids that are, that are like that or adults that are like that, it's because they were treated like crap. They're not they're not treated well or whatever, or they have inferiority complexes. And I guess it gets more complicated when they're like that and they're adults. Um, no excuses for Mr. Kiefner whatsoever. Absolutely not. He was way out of line and I could have, assu- I could have, uh, had him arrested for assault. Um, you know, I never even told my parents about that, about what happened. I never told my parents about what happened between me and Mr. Kiefner. So, if you don't tell me, that's fine. But tell somebody. And if, and if you can forgive that person who, who did you dirty, I really encourage you to do that. Um, forgiveness is a gift. And, uh, it's a gift worth opening. It's a gift worth using. So, uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. And, um, as always, I hope you know where you're going on the drive home.